How you guys doing today? We're you're listening to the Fourth Liners podcast. I think it's episode four now. Wow, it's crazy to say a a brace. Four, four episode whole episodes. Four. Of Getting us. better with each one. Yeah, exactly. We're learning. We're loving the support from you guys. Honestly, um, we got some exciting things to talk about today. The winners and losers of the trade deadline that just happened yesterday, and <laughs> some interesting trades, some shocking trades, and. Uh, a lot of moves throughout the league, but uh, we're ready to break them down for you. Don't you don't you want to talk about your uh, NHL franchise mode first, real quick? Okay, you, if this happened in real life, it'd be unreal. But I can believe it. The Chicago Blackhawks have done it before, so I have a franchise mode. Whoever plays franchise mode, it's it's pretty fun. I just do it to relax. But um, pretty proud. Simulate. Of, you don't play. I simulate. You know that's what you do in franchise mode. You don't actually play the yeah. games. No. Why would I play the games? No, I it's, simulate. It's a waste of time. Um. But yeah. So I'm the Chicago Blackhawks right now. I'm the fran- I'm the owner of the Chicago Blackhawks or GM, whatever. And we. Wait, you you do it on owner mode. Yeah, I do it on owner mode. I. You worry about the prices of hot dogs. Man, and- I want to. I want to be tested. I want to be fired if I deserve to be fired. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I I I rarely get fired. I'm pretty good at it. Not gonna lie, not a big deal. <laughs> kind of, kind of a big deal in the <laughs> NHL sphere. Well, this team, um, uh, the Chicago Blackhawks, uh, I back-to-back Stanley Cup champions and back-to-back President's Trophy winners. Never, never has happened for me in franchise mode. A big accomplishment, you know, going to the Hall of Fame. Insane, and I built an insane. Chicago Blackhawks team. I had who's our new top line? Top line. It's Alex DeBrincat, Dylan Larkin, and Patrick Kane. That's kind of filthy. Yeah, it is filthy. And then my second line was Kirby Doc, um, Morgan Frost, which is an 88, 89 overall, making four million dollars for four years, and <sighs> Morgan. Morgan Get a better Frost. Agent, <laughs> yeah, literally four million from Morgan Frost. Um, and then I got. Cole Caulfield, who tore it up, who tore it up on the, yeah, on the league. Yeah, he's got good potential in the game. Who's oh, your yeah. best defenseman? Adam Boquist. He's a 92 overall. Who's second best defenseman? Uh, Romanov, 80, 85, 86. You don't nice. Really, yeah, and I have Shishirkin in net too, so 90 oh, overall. Oh, man. Oh, man. Cap issues are coming. Uh, yeah. That's awesome, though. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't played a GM mode in so long. I haven't bought NHL in a couple years. Man, it's, I, I recommend it. It's honestly so fun. If you want to relax and simulate the games like we do, go right ahead. It's it's very relaxing. Yeah. Well, we're both uh, big 2BC Productions fans. 2BC. You know? so, I love him. Honestly, I think that guy has made like such a huge impact on like our generation and even the generation younger like that guy's been making nhl videos and he's been the best at it for how long he he's been around for so like he, his commentaries are just so interesting and they they keep you um like he never stops talking so you're always interested in what he's saying and he keeps it alive and that's what i like about him he's he's one of the only guys that can genuinely make me like laugh, laugh yeah <laughs> he makes yeah. me laugh all the time he freaks I'm out. I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching his duck series right now. It's really good. Oh my phone! Shut up. I'm watching uh, his duck series right now, and it's uh, the other night he was playing um, um, in the playoffs. Have you seen it? Oh wait, I watched it last night. Yeah, yeah, dude. When Trevor Zegers, was... seventy-three overall. Yeah. Dude, when he was freaking out about price saving everything, I was losing my mind, dude. I know. <laughs> like. When, when I don't remember who and his team took that big slap <laughs> shot, and he's like, "Oh my God, how does he miss that?" And then he goes into the replay, and it shows Price make the save with the staff of this with the yes. with the I could just hear him stick. yelling, like hear him he yelling, saved it, and then just silenced. <laughs> just oh, he's so funny. Oh yeah, he's um that guy. Honestly, like I I wish he uploaded more consistently. Like oh, I've been yeah. waiting. For this guy to like, like he's already taken off, but I, like I want him to like become. I want to see his face. You can actually look him up, and you can find a picture of him. Oh really? Okay. I yeah, I'll show that. you after the podcast. Yeah, I'll show you after Sounds the podcast. Sounds good. All right. Yeah. So should we get All into right, the uh, tra- winners yeah, and losers? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Winners and uh, do you want to start with trades that happened like 
before the deadline and then just go up to the top sure yeah like so right before um yesterday yeah so maybe even before um we could start with um we could start with with well we already talked about the palmieri trade yep in our uh, most recent uh, episode so we can go to the next kind of big one and that's the uh, the panthers and the blackhawks and and the Hawks acquired Brett Connolly, Riley Stillman, Henrik Borgstrom, and then Florida got Lucas Walmark and Lucas Carlson. And I, the theme for me is I think Florida are are losers this trade deadline because I think that team is in like a serious position to like make noise in the playoffs. And when I saw this trade happen, I thought they were doing it to clear up cap space for something big, and something big never came. <laughs> Sam Bennett. That's their Brandon big, Montour. Brandon Montour as well. Brandon Montour and Sam Bennett. Like, are you really winning with those players? First, I mean, Sam Bennett will help. Brandon Montour will help, but like, I wanted them to get like an impact winger, and it just didn't happen. Taylor Hall. Yeah, I wanted them to get Taylor Hall. I wanted them to get Palmieri. You know, yeah, I wanted but... them to look at guys like you know guys like Jeff Carter were available. You know, it's like it sucks because like I am a diehard Canucks fan, but like. I, I, I'm also a Florida Panthers fan. Like they're they're my East team. Oh, okay, yeah, I see. And so and so I'm not obviously diehard about them, but like I definitely like them. They have the best jerseys in the league. Okay. That's that's not the even Florida Panthers. Debate. Have the best jerseys in the league. Really? I got... we should save this we should save this debate for a whole yeah, episode. You know what? This on, will so... be a debate. We'll rate the jerseys one time and we'll have the viewers uh uh clue into that to see who has the best jersey in the NHL. <laughs> Um, that's actually a tough de- decision. I like the Mighty Ducks old, um, Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Those are the best. Oh, I'm not. I'm not including third jerseys. Oh, okay, okay, no, okay. I, I, that's excluded. All right. Okay. Third jerseys, like there are some pretty sick third jerseys Man, in the league. Don't you think though that Florida Panthers they look like a soccer jersey, like the em- the emblem of it? No, I love the crest. The cr- okay. I love the colors. I love the the colors are so nice. I can the, I can the, agree. The colors look nice. The navy blue pants, like they they look good. Oh yeah, that's a good looking team, man. Barkov, that's a good looking man right there, and a good looking oh, jersey. Sasha okay? Barkov, Sasha, beautiful, beautiful man in the shootout, <laughs> dude. So yeah, so Florida, I think Florida, Florida are losers here, man. I, I don't know. What do you think? I can agree with you there. Like, it, like they're trying to go for the cup right now, and they definitely can. And I'm surprised they didn't get anything for Drieger. They kind of just kept him, and he was up for grabs. And any team could have used him. He's having an impeccable season. Um, I mean, maybe they're just concerned about Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky, if he's not know. consistent or healthy. Yeah. I mean, you just you just don't know what that guy at this point. Very true. That's very true. He's making $11 million, too, and they're not sure about him. So um, That's problematic. That is <laughs> problematic for the Florida Panthers, who... Um, but yeah, they are losers. Brandon Montour is a good defenseman, but he was on a losing team in Buffalo. So is he going to bring a losing mentality over to Florida? Um, what does his stat line look like this year? I don't Pulling think it's it that impressive. Um, but I mean, five goals, nine assists. Yeah. Like negative 13. But I mean, at this point you can't really blame anybody on Buffalo for being negative. No, so. if you're on Buffalo, you're not having a great season. Um, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe he steps up into their top four. And, maybe maybe he like, breaks they, out. They lost Ekblad, right? They lost Ekblad, so yeah. they they needed a defenseman. That's true. He can slot in there where Ekblad is. Is he a right-handed defenseman or left-handed? I have no idea. Yeah, I never know if they're right-handed or left-handed. Honestly, in the NHL, it doesn't really matter as much. Um, I didn't. It didn't matter until recently. Until Babcock in Toronto started making a big deal about lefties and righties, yeah, and yeah. all of a sudden everybody's talking about is he left-handed or right-handed? It's like I don't know what. Hey, if you can shoot the probably puck, left, he's all good. Yeah. Fun fact: uh, When I was younger, I could shoot both ways. That's how I started. The straight, wow. straight Jofa stick or Reebok stick. Wow. Yep. Still have that stick today. You Wish could I could shoot still both do ways? that. Yeah, that's how I started. I shot both ways, left and right. But now I'm a righty, so. If you like, when you were like on a breakaway or something, did you ever like to throw the goalie off? Just switch. Oh yeah, hands? all the time. Just switch just, it up. Switch it up. All the time switch hitter yeah man yeah oh my gosh they never knew it was concept. coming they never knew it was coming that's a foreign concept 
Man, they should do that in the NHL. No problem with right-handed defensemen or left-handed defensemen anymore. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Florida, uh, they made another move. We'll get to it eventually. Uh, the next kind of big trade after that was uh, the Leafs acquiring Riley Nash. Yeah, so I want to bring that to attention where it kind of looks like why would they get Riley Nash? So I think the terms are that Dubis was thinking that Riley Nash right now is on the long-term injury reserve where that does open cap for them because he's not um, active in their roster. So for when he was getting players um, in future trades, we'll, we'll talk about later, um, that freed up cap space for them to be able to do that. And if they eventually want him to, they they could let him play in the playoffs. And he's a good veteran on the team as well. They're getting that leadership and that veteranship. Is he supposed to come back for the playoffs? Um, it's a maybe. It's not for, it's not for sure. Because, um, like, Riley, Riley Nash is one of those guys that, like, you know, you'd love to have on your third line. Like, yeah. he's kind of explosive. He can score. And he's, you know, just, sure. just a meat and potatoes kind of player, right? I I was looking in the comments, like, on the trade uh, from TSN, and people were saying, what the heck? Why, why would you trade him? He's, like, their franchise-leading scorer. And I'm like, that's oh, the wrong wow. Nash, buddy. That's not the Whoa. right Nash. That's Rick what Nash. What year are we in? <laughs> it's like he woke up from a coma and... Uh, i don't know 2015 or whatever you know 2011 oh no my jackets traded r nash we're done (laughs) oh all the cup all the cups he probably won with us oh it's over i hate this coma oh dude riley nash good player yeah good player (laughs) i mean if he can come to the lineup he can contribute i think third fourth line or if you want to keep him on the side and someone gets hurt he can easily replace them for sure Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um uh, the next trade that's bigger than that, we'll skip the next few. Uh, we already talked about the Montour trade. Um, we can go Devin Dubnik to the Colorado Avalanche. What are, what are your What are your thoughts on that? That's simply because Frank Kuz is hurt. Gr- Grubauer is the guy. Yeah, and there's no way they There's no way they get away from Grubauer. I think Dubnik's just there in case something happens to Grubauer. Yeah, for sure. Wood, right. That insurance, right? I guess everyone wants that insurance, especially for the goaltenders in the playoffs. Um, yeah, Dubnik has du- proven Dubnik is, himself. Yeah, he's having a he's having a bad year, but like Dubnik, it, like has been known to go on runs, man. Yeah, like, Dubnik has the, p- the potential to do that. And if he's on the right team too, Colorado's a winning team, so he's a good team yeah. in front of him. Like San Jose was not the strongest team to go, and they were sticking with Martin Jones too. So, well, that's a whole other issue for San Jose. That is a whole other issue. They got Greg Pattern back. Pattern, Pat- thanks that. I mean, I'll probably. I, I, Probably, probably butcher yeah. everyone's name, but yeah, you know, minor. That was just a, a player to throw in, I guess, for a roster spot and a fifth round pick. Not too bad for Devin Dubnik, I have to say. No, not. I think bad. Colorado won Especially that trade for a team that's obviously missing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a minor player at this point in time. He's going to be the backup, but uh, you know, he'll be there if, if something happens to Grubauer. So for sure, that's good to have. For sure. Um. We um. Move on to free the team one. trade. Yeah, three-team trade: Tampa Bay, Columbus, Detroit. Tampa Bay ends up getting David Savard and Brian Lashoff. That just Columbus gets a first. Yep, which is kind of crazy, actually. That's insane. Yeah, that people are saying Columbus is our winners in this trade deadline, um, because of how many picks they got back and mm-hmm. they got rid of uh, some hefty contracts. I mean, I know um, was is Savard have years on his contract or is he expiring? He might be expiring. I think he's I expiring. Think he's expiring, but. Getting um what they did like they got back it's a weird, <laughs> it's an interesting that they did a three way trade um but I think Tampa Bay really benefits from this because now they were already a favor to win the Stanley Cup or one of the favors and adding David Savard that is an insane addition to the def- defense that's already uh, hard to get past there in Tampa Bay and you have Vasilevsky too like it's just gonna be hard to score goals on them I think. Columbus getting a first for uh, Savard is kind of crazy to me, though. Like it is a guy like T- Taylor Hall doesn't fetch a first. Yeah, but I've, David David Savard. David Savard. Like, I mean, that David might be Savard. a demand of defense and not demand of um, Taylor Hall. You're 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 probably right, but I, like that is a huge win for Columbus. David Savard's going to be good on Tampa Bay. Don't get me wrong, but oh, a yeah. first. Yeah, he's not a, worth a like, first. Maybe a second at least, but. Tampa fans have probably see that and they got to be a little bit on the edge about it, right? Like 
because yeah. fans hate it when teams trade away the first because they get it even if they're lower picks it can end up being a high rated prospect for them and you just don't know right I remember when Vancouver got JT Miller for the conditional first. Everybody was fl- freaking yeah, out. Yeah, everyone was flipping Freak- out. Freaking out. It's like, bro, JT Miller? Nasty. It ended up being yeah. good. So, you know what? I Maybe the Savard um, thrives from being on Tampa Bay, an amazing team. Form- <laughs> They're the defending Stanley Cup champs, you know? Yeah, no, he's going to he'll probably play in their top four. I don't, I'm not too familiar with Tampa Bay's defensive core. I'm not either. I think they got... Uh, Hedman, Sergachev, McDonough. Now you got Savard in there. Like, yeah, you, you some big names. Savard in with McDonough. That could be pretty solid. Man, the, yeah, it's gonna be hard to get past in the playoffs. And I think defense is a high demand right now, and they just got a good one for Tampa Bay for the run. Yeah, Columbus was lucky to have an asset like that. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, we can move on to a next trade. Um, do you want to? Um, I don't know. How important is John Merrill to us to Montreal? I mean, Montreal is on the on the like the they're on a uh, the, like they're close to a wild card spot, and they could be passed. But I guess Vancouver is pretty behind them because of the, uh, all the COVID cases. But the season did get extended. That is some big news we forgot to mention. Um, yeah, it did. Is it to May sixteenth or am I wrong there? I'm sorry for my phone. Shut up, phone. It's okay. It gives a little background noise to her uh, podcast. Shut up, phone. <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah, we'll smash you. We're, we're bigger than you. I will mess you up. I'm looking at um, Montreal's defensive core. Weber, Peachy, Edmondson. Gus- oh, yeah, they got Eric Gustafson, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Montreal Montreal loaded up with some decent pieces. They did. Okay, Montreal's an interesting team to talk about, too, because Bergevin... He let go Mete on waivers. Yeah, I, that was so odd to me. Why not give up a pick for him? At least if you're just going to go for nothing. With how in-demand defense has been, are you telling me that Mete, like over the course of the season, because he's been on the block for the whole season, yeah. he, he requested a trade. Like, you never got offered like a fourth? Exactly. A third? Yeah. I'd... Why, why just let him slip like that? I don't know, like... And I apparently recently Bergevin like said in a press conference he's like I could have got a first rounder for him but I decided to put him on waivers but he was joking so but why was he joking about that um Victor Mete is a good and then, and then dude and then for Ottawa to pick him up yeah it's like, right Ottawa is going to be so good dude, he's and Montreal young. better Montreal better pray that Mete doesn't turn out. Because that guy's gonna haunt them. They're lucky Ottawa's not as good as they are, uh, as good as the Montreal Canadiens are right now. But in a few years, that's gonna bite them in the butt. Victor Mete is only twenty-two years old. He's part of their future now. Um, he yep. only has three points in fifteen games, which is a little under the uh, like. It's under what he has performed before. Um, yeah, last year he got eleven points and thirteen points. But I mean, it's just 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 a just a bad season for him, you know. Yeah. Not getting the minutes, probably not yeah. getting the playing time. He requested a trade. He's probably pissed. I mean, he's probably going to go to Ottawa and be surrounded by a lot of guys his age for sure. On a team that's like on the up and coming, right? For sure. Like I think, and and Montreal is just a different market to play in. It's just oh a yeah, bit harsher. He, he'll thrive there too. I think um, in Ottawa. Like playing with guys the same age, like it's gonna be a fast, fast team, especially the defense too. So, I think it's a pretty good trade for. I think um, Ottawa won that trade for sure. I could say like I could say that. Oh, it's not even a yeah. trade; it's a waiver pickup. <laughs> Ottawa, Ottawa just wins. Ottawa just wins. Montreal gets John Merrill, Eric Gustafson. Is that really worth? Does that replace Victor Mete? Like the, the, what he can yeah, become? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, like, Eric Gustafson, uh, we saw what he could do a couple years ago. He hasn't yeah. been that since, but, like, potential's there. Yeah, no, yeah, potential is there. But they're they're not going to be there as long as Mete will be. I guess Mete just wasn't a good fit for Montreal. It, and the thing it, about Montreal, man, is they have the most underrated defenseman in the league. They do. Jeff Petrie. He's Jeff insane. Petrie. And he's a guy yeah. that, um, he started to get better, like, later in age, right? He's not... A yep. guy that was amazing when he was younger, but he was still pretty good. And now he's starting to show it. He's got he's getting the points too. He gets points like almost every night. So Yeah. Montreal has a sneaky good defensive corpse now. Like Joel Edmondson is like a plus twenty eight 
It's like yeah. insane how how good his that numbers are. That is insane. Joel Edmondson, he's pretty decent too. Plus plus twenty eight on a team that's like not like that good. Yeah, which is crazy to me. I don't know. It is insane. Um, yeah. So John Merrill, I, I guess, and they Detroit got Hayden Verbeck and a fifth rounder. Um, I don't know. It's pretty even. I don't trade. know very much about Hayden Verbeek. I don't. I don't either. I mean, maybe he'll turn out to be something. Him. Maybe he won't. He's twenty three. Uh, that's not bad age. Uh, what kind of numbers this guy have? He's playing in the AHL. AHL, yeah, I assume that. Uh, he's got three points in seven games this year. He, play, he played in the ECHL the year before. Okay, okay. Well, that's not too good. No. So maybe it was just he's like almost a to point give up. per game in the ECHL. Yeah, yeah, you could be a depth guy. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, Detroit doesn't really need John Merrill, and he's not part of no. the future. So no. Uh, another three-team trade with Columbus in the middle here, acquiring another first, uh, sending Nick Felino and Stefan Nose into the Leafs. In the nick of time. That was the headline in the Toronto Sun, actually, this week. Uh, right? Well, the Toronto Sun is a terrible newspaper. <laughs> oh, they are. Okay? They're very biased. It's the worst very biased. newspaper. But it's not even that they're biased. They're just bad. Like I, They're just bad. Catchy slogan, though. I had to give them to that in the nick of time. Um, that it okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nick Foligno. Um, he's not like a superstar. He's no Taylor Hall, right? But is that? I feel like Nick Foligno fits their team a lot more than Taylor Hall would. I think Nick Foligno is a superstar, just not like a prototypical one. No, like I think he's a superstar middle six player for sure. Like there, there's not very many guys who do everything that Nick Foligno does and can score the way Nick Foligno can. Yeah, like and he can also be physical too. He he can almost do everything. And he is playoff perfect. Like that's that's the guy any team would want in the playoffs. I think. Uh, yeah, for sure. Like he's a lead, he's a leadership on the team, which is um, Toronto's interest this year is getting veterans and leaders. So they have like four four or five former captains. They got uh, Jason Spezza, they got Joe Thornton, uh, John Tavares, and now they got Nick Felino. Um, pretty solid. They got leadership on that team, and the veterans is the way that they're going, and I like that direction that they're going in. Absolutely. And they also got... The Leafs are are going to be really scary. Oh, they are. And they also got Stefan Nosen, which is maybe a guy that can come up to if they want to. Depth. Perfect depth. Yeah. Perfect. Nosen can play in the NHL, no problem. Um, Do you think... Where do you think Nick Foligno will be slotted in the lineup? Um, If it's best. I mean, so what? Your first line is what? It's it's um, Marner, Matthews, Hyman. Yep, I'd say so. All right, that that doesn't change. Second line has Galchenyuk on it, right? Yeah, I can see with Tavares and Nylander. I could see Felina sliding in with Galchenyuk. I could see that too. And right now, Nylander's not playing, but I think he'll be back at the same time. Felina will start playing as well. So, because um, COVID but protocol, you, you could also. You could also put Felino on the third line and yeah. have him play with Spezza and who plays with Mikheyev. Yeah, I like that line. That's that's kind of filthy too. Yeah, they And then you have three well. lines who are capable of scoring. Gotchenik's kind of weak, but I mean like Tavares and Nylander can carry him. Yeah, oh, for sure. For sure. Tavares, Tavares can, I think, would mesh well t- together with him. But the thing about Felino, I can see him playing on any line on that team. Yep, he can, he can do it all. If they needed him to, he would. And he's another. He's he's, a, he's honestly another Zach Hyman. He know? is a Zach. Zach Hyman's very valuable to the team, and he's just he's just a valuable player to have. A valuable veteran. It, his dad played. Okay. His dad played. Fun fact: His dad played on the the Toronto Maple Leafs, and he was on a cop run with them. He's wearing the same number as him, number seventy one. So it's gonna be pretty funny seeing that. That's awesome. That is awesome when you can play uh, the same team that your dad played for. So, and I I I don't know. I don't like. Uh, the coaching of John Tortorella. I think the players feel pressured by him a lot. I don't know if Nick Foligno yeah. liked that style, but Sheldon Keefe's going to be a much different coach than John Tortorella. He's going to be more calm. It looks like he has a more calm effect on the players. They don't feel as pressured like Mike Babcock made them feel. So maybe he'll thrive from that. Won't feel as much pressure on him, especially with no C on his jersey. So 
I think it could flourish. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. And but but another point here, Columbus with another first round pick. Yeah, that's 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 a big point to point out. Um, Winners. Yeah, they they see. I could see how it worked for both teams, but I can see how Columbus won that, where they get a first round pick and a fourth round pick, so they got a few picks in them, and now they're maybe starting a retool. In a first round pick is very valuable to them, but. Um, how good is that first round pick going to be? Because is Toronto a favor to win the Stanley Cup this year? Kind of. Um, Our first round pick's a first round pick to me. That's true. Me, I guess I think, you can get anybody. I think any in... First is good. Yeah, for sure. You know, you can, you can definitely. And this year's draft class is kind of all over the place because a lot of them aren't playing uh, very much. Yep. So you could, you, like, guys could slip. Yeah. You know, who teams haven't scouted enough, right? And like Columbus, like their GMs from Finland. And yeah. I'm sure he's got the best connections in the league in Finland. Oh, for and, sure. Like, he's gonna be able to. He's gonna be able to see guys. You know. Man, he he is good at drafting as well. Um, Kakalainen is that his name? Uh yeah, Kakalainen. Kakalainen, yeah, he's pretty good at drafting, and especially Finns. Um, yeah, it, actually, they just announced today that the CHL Memorial Cups has been canceled. So, you really don't. The, the guys could drop and you really don't know their true potential because i guess a lot of th- guys thrive being the memorial cup um it's it's just luck luckily that the the world juniors happen so you can kind of see some of them um and how they perform under uh under a lot of pressure so yeah we'll see we'll see how that goes but i think it's pretty even trade um made sense for both teams definitely definitely yeah uh do you want to move on to Mike Riley to the Boston Bruins for a third round pick to from Ottawa? Yeah, that's a good trade for Ottawa. Uh, getting a third is always smart, for and sure. like Mike Riley just is decent. Slots into Boston. Boston's kind of kind of weak defensively, uh, yeah. especially with Grizzly being out. Is he still hurt? Grizzly's still hurt. Right? Uh, I think so. And another thing to point out that they lost Tory Krug, they lost Zendino Chara. Adding another defenseman would not hurt them. Dude, look at their IR list is disgusting. Really? Brandon Carlo, oh. Charlie McAvoy, Grizzlick's out now. McAvoy's and, out too. Know, yeah. And so, like, their best defenseman was Grizzlick. Now he's hurt. And so now it's Kevin Miller, Connor Clifton, Jack, I've never Ooh. even heard of him, Jeremy Lazon, Stephen Camper, like, bro. Man, that's yeah, no they needed, they needed, they needed Mike Riley. They, they did. needed Mike Riley. Is Mike Riley a guy to get? Why didn't they get Ekholm or someone like that, you know? I guess maybe uh, he wasn't maybe for grabs Maybe anymore. they didn't want to pay for it, you know? Yeah, a bit of a first-rounder. They didn't even make a, they didn't even pay a first-rounder for Taylor Hall. They're not paying a first-rounder for Ekholm. So. Nah. Yeah, they're lacking on the defense right now, but, um, I mean, yeah, Riley would probably be a good pick for them. Um, Boston's gonna Boston, you know. They're they're just always good. I it's it's the name, it's just the name. It's the name. It's the brand. Um, David Redditch to Toronto. I see. I was very confused when I saw this. It's this is they made the trade at like late at night, like eleven or twelve o'clock. And I was like, another goalie. So everyone in the comments were saying, "Is Freddie gone? Bet you Freddie's gone by the deadline. Freddie's being traded." I I do not think this at all. I read more into it where Freddie might be out longer than we think he's going to be out. Um, he might be put on the long-term injury reserve, which does free up some cap space, but also what you're going to have Jack Campbell and Mike Hutchison in the playoffs. I don't think so. So David, you Riddick, don't want Mike Hutchinson. No, <laughs> you do not want Mike Hutchinson. That's a nightmare. I'm sorry, Hutchinson, but you just don't cut it in the NHL. I'm. I, Look, I think I think right now Campbell's the guy, but I think I think obviously he's not going to win every game. No, you know. I mean, he so he lost last to night point. to Montreal, and that's who they're probably going to face in the first oh, round. Right, they lost. Yeah, yeah. his 11, 11 game win streak, record breaking, past Carey Price. Uh, that's pretty recognizable. I have to give him credits for David, that. David Riddich is good, though. He is. Like, da- David Riddich is better than Jack Campbell. Um, I can, I can, so. vouch, I, I vouch for that, too. Like, they, they classify him as a backup. Honestly, I can see him being a starter. Riddich is a starter. He, is he a was starter. a starter before Markstrom got there. Yeah. You know, like, in Calgary. It, David Riddich is legit. David Riddich is a good, you know, they call him Big Save Dave. 
Big save. You, know, you need Dave. that in the playoffs. You need that in the playoffs. Man, that's a hilarious. They have many funny nicknames in Toronto, and Big Save Dave is a good addition to that funny yeah. trade. And the Leafs, third... didn't, Leafs didn't pay very much for him. No, third-round pick. Yeah, maybe that's because there's a lot of goalies similar to Riddich in the market right now. Oh, for sure. Hey, Amen. So it's a 2022, so it's years from now. So Next year, yeah. Yeah, next year. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> it's already 2022 yeah. next year? Jeez. I hate that. Man. Um, yeah, Dave Riddich is a good pickup for the Leafs, for sure. Oh, yeah. uh, if, if if Anderson's gone, Campbell, I, I'd be comfortable with Campbell and Riddich. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, the the big one, Taylor Hall, Anders Bjork, Curtis Lazar. This, this was interesting, and I think Buffalo lost so much on this trade. Yes. You agree with me? Yeah, Ander, Anders Bjork is a decent, decent player. Yeah, like, there's nothing wrong with Anders Bjork, but to only get a second, like I, I don't know, that should have been a first. Considering, considering like I got like Nick Foligno got a first, like no, no slight to Nick Foligno, but like Taylor freaking Hall, like I know he's having a bad year, but it's yeah. Taylor Hall. Like I, I think the consensus is as soon as you plug him into a lineup with good players, he should play well. Oh, for sure. He just hasn't had that. Now he's on a team that has been to the playoffs like every year. So he's going to thrive on being uh, on a winning team now. Finally, after many years of losing, um, he's finally going to be on a winning team and leaving the depressing Buffalo Sabres. And only for a second-round pick in Andres Borg. Uh, who do you think Hall slots in with on, on uh, Boston? I don't know. I saw a picture of Marchand, Pasternak, and Hall, but I don't think any of them can play this, the center role. So... I yeah, can see, yeah, I can see. Imagine a uh, line with Taylor Hall, Pasternak, and Bergeron. Best line in the oh, league. I was thinking, I was thinking more along the lines of uh, DeBrusque, Hall, and Krejci. <laughs> even that, even that, they have two amazing lines, and that top six just turned into one of the best in the league. I don't think you break up the top line because that top yeah. line is the top three line in the oh, league. Oh, they have right? good chemistry like, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, um, a Hall slots in on the second line. Maybe he ignites DeBrusque, you know? Yeah, because DeBrusque is struggling this year, too. So you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. if he if you can get him going, um, I can see them. Because they're 48. They only they have 48 points. So they um, – are that's a playoff spot. Yeah, I think they're in the playoff spot. Just like on the wild card spot. But they can, they can easily come up. The Penguins only have 56 points. Islanders and Capitals only have 58. If they if, – if they, any of these teams going on a losing streak, they can easily pass them. Now with Taylor Hall, that's some scoring on your team. That's assist on your team. He can do everything. He's a big guy. So Boston's going to be lethal, and I think they're going to make it to the playoffs and be lethal in the playoffs as well. 100%. 100%. That's a, that's a big move for Boston. It is. And uh, maybe, maybe Hall resigns. I mean, he, you never know. He said that he wouldn't mind a few more years in Boston. So he definitely is. Oh. He He'll get his playoffs. He'll get his playoffs. He he just he just shouldn't sign a one more one year deal worth eight million dollars with another team ever again. No man, just take a just take a five year six million per and just call it a day, man. Just just exactly. enjoy the rest of your career winning. Exactly. You know? Buy your buy your house, buy your mansion, your Lamborghini, and just relax by the pool. I mean, in Boston, it's really uh, well, not Jeff- warm all the time, but. Oh, no, Boston. <laughs> That's not a city. Okay, I'll stop. Uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins pick up Jeff Carter for conditional third and a conditional fourth. Solid solid pick for the Penguins. Solid pickup. Um, uh, abs- absolutely. I snagged up Jeff Carter in fantasy hockey as soon as I saw it. Did you actually? Man. Yeah. I've been slacking in fantasy. I have. Um, but, yeah, that was that was a good call by you because I think he's. Playoffs start next week, dude. Jeez, that's insane. Playoffs start next week. I, Top two get a bye, and then the bottom, the uh, the next four have to play. I don't know. I don't know where you're at. Actually, let me look. I think I'm like fifth in the standings. I'm oh, I'm around there, dude. I've been playing really bad lately. I have too. Um, one night I forgot to put in Hyman, and I forgot to put in Jordan Stahl, and that hurt me. I I I forgot to set my lineups one time, and it really hurt so me. You, you, you got to take this week seriously because so I'm in fourth, you're in fifth. I have 56 wins. I have 123 points. You have 121. Yep. Okay. Uh, only the top six make the playoffs. Seventh place 
is only two wins behind you and three wins behind me. You have to have a good week to make the playoffs. So I didn't know we were going to the playoffs. So I, I thought it was just the season. So that's good to know. I'm going to take it seriously. Um, yeah. Uh, hopefully I can get up there. I think I can. I have Connor McDavid on my team, you know, and well, you're in the playoffs right now. So just, just, just make Keep sure going. you score some points. Well, score right now I'm losing 10, nothing. So it's, it's not looking too hot for me. You got to fix that Wait, I'm not playing you. Am I? No, 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 I'm not. I don't know who I'm playing, but, um, yeah, good call for Jeff Carter. Honestly, adding a veteran to that team, and he could still score. Being that's the guy in seventh. Oh my god, dude, you got to beat him. Okay, yeah, I will. <laughs> Turn up, man. I got. I'll. I'll drop. I'll drop my whole team now and get new players. Honestly, I. I, I picked uh, yeah, up Jeff... Justin Schultz, but good. Good pickup. Yeah, I picked up Jeff Carter though because I think he'll play power play time with Crosby. Oh, for sure, and. Nah, that's why. On the LA, King, LA Kings team, 36 years old, he's still putting up 19 points, 8 goals, 11 assists. Not bad. On a uh, dog water Kings team. Yeah, exactly. And they're, he he got to, oh, he struggled last year. He's been struggling. But uh, he probably has been hurt too. It looks like it, yeah. he's He's been dealing with injury bug. But honestly, he's been... He, he's been a player that's proved himself. Um, he's made it to the Stanley Cup Finals with the... Uh, Oh, he's won the cup with LA and twice. Yeah, twice. And so he knows what to, to do to win. So adding that team to Pittsburgh where they thrive on their their veteranship and adding to that core with Crosby, Malkin, and Latang, Gensel, um, he adds to their top six, and that's what they needed, I think, to acquire mm-hmm. in the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. So I heard Burke say he might want him to play third line center. I wouldn't mind that. Honestly, but he could also play second line center while Malkin's he can, out. I mean, he can even play first line if they really needed him to on, on the wing. On the wing, yeah, yeah, yeah. He can he can go wherever you want him to. You want to slot him, so yeah, he he slots in nicely. Solid pickup for the Penguins. Okay, next trade. It's not that big of a deal, but big like, a deal for you. It. Okay. Um, so this trade, this trade upsets me a lot because Adam Gaudet was not having a great season. And if you're not familiar with Adam Gaudet on the Canucks, now traded to the Blackhawks, <laughs> he won the Hobie Baker Award in college. He, he won the award as the best player in college. He came into the league, and the plans were for him to kind of be our third-line center. Granted, this season, he had not taken a very big step. Um, a lot of people were criticizing him. Um, and then he got COVID. He was patient zero in the Vancouver Canucks locker room. He was and the start. The, the team got it. He was the start. Now, th- they're saying adamantly that it wasn't, like, they're not mad at him. Like, the, like he didn't break the rules or anything. It just happened that way. Yeah. But what's what's upsetting to me about the Adam Gaudet trade is you have traded him at his absolute lowest value. Gaudet, two seasons ago, had 33 points in 59 games, 12 goals, 21 assists. Good season. Like a genuinely good season. And he's like an energy player. An amazing and this season. Year, yeah, this year the Canucks are having a bad season. He's got seven points, okay? Like, I get it. He's not having a good year. But why trade him now? Like, what's the point of trading for a, a, a fringe AHLer? Apparently they're hoping he could become Tyler Mott. Like a Tyler Mott-esque player. Like, Tyler Mott... Like... That was a freak accident with Tyler Mott. Like, <laughs> you don't get those kinds of players that often. And and Matthew Highmore is just fringe. He's just fringe. Adam Goddard is still a like a legitimate prospect. He's a little bit older, but he still has the potential. And we've seen it before with college players taking more time to adjust to the NHL. And we trade him for nothing. Anyways, that's my take on that. I can hear you. I, get I can that hear I, your I, anger. I, I, I get that as a fan of a team, you overvalue players. I get that. Adam Gaudet, in the grand scheme of things, might not be that valuable. But Jesus, man, he just scored 31 points as a young guy. And you you sell him for the lowest value possible? It's nuts to me. See, I'm not even a fan of the team, but... I was shocked by this, and I can feel your pain, and I under, totally understand that because Adam, Adam Gaudet's only 24 years old. And I thought of him as a really good prospect that, yeah, he's on a struggling uh, Vancouver Canucks team, which got the COVID bug. And 
he like he, you're like you said he's the hobie baker winner um players at a college take a lot longer but the value that they gave up for him not even like a pick that you don't like you, that could possibly be amazing matthew highmore a uh, fun fact he was on actually the stanley cup winning team in my franchise mode so uh, he's, he's, well, he's worth something. Okay, never mind. <laughs> he's worth something. Hey, he scored in the Value. playoffs. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. I don't know. I mean, this 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 trade didn't really make sense to me, but it's done. It is what it the is. The damage has been done. Um, do you want to move on to? Well, uh, the next biggest trade I think from here is we've already Sam Bennett yeah Sam Bennett let's move on to the Sam Bennett trade where yeah it's a good trade for Florida it's a good trade for, it's a good trade for Calgary too I mean to get a second for Sam Bennett that's pretty good honestly it's pretty I don't even. really know I don't know much about Emil Heineman but apparently he's a pretty good prospect uh that Florida drafted um and a second round pick Sam Bennett like I, I just maybe a third uh he, Sam Bennett's a contributor in the playoffs like he will contribute he is he is but like I think he maybe a few years ago he would have been worth a little more um he's still pretty young he's still 24 but he looks he looks 40 years old but and he's it's, he's only 18 i thought <laughs> man it feels like he's been around forever but he is yeah he's only 18 with a bald bald head and mustache um he does he does he, 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 like you still think of the sam bennett that couldn't do the pull-up but <laughs> the pull-ups it's always the pull-ups. it's always the pull-ups um, um we already talked about Gustafson going to Montreal, um, so that that's a decent yeah. trade for seventh. That's a good trade. Ben Hutton. Uh, it's not a major. It's not a major trade. Okay, so so but Ben Hutton. Um, I don't know how much you know about Ben Hutton, but he used to be on the Canucks. Yeah. It- and uh, three or four years ago, the Canucks defense had injuries everywhere, and so we played Ben Hutton on our top pairing for quite some time. Pretty good. What what Pretty went good. wrong with him? I don't think anything went wrong with him, man. Like he just kind of got buried in our depth, and then, and then he hasn't really gotten a chance to play on like good teams. Uh, dude, Ben Hutton, I think, can be a very solid defenseman. I think like, so too. I was a fan of this. Watch him. I was honestly a fan of this, and I posted on Instagram him dancing to Barbie Girl. I don't know what it is with NHL players and the song Barbie Girl, but they love it. Yeah, yeah, that was a that that was a Canucks event. I saw it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Jake Vertanen behind him wearing a oh. Grizzlies jersey and a cowboy hat. Oh yeah, that's who that that's who was wearing the Grizzlies jersey. That, that's Vertanen, yeah. Oh man, um, he shoots left, which they needed right-handed defenseman. But honestly, he can slot into the team. He's a he's a guy that's yeah he did well in Vancouver. I thought I thought he was a good young player, but he he's twenty he's only he's twenty seven. He's not even that old. He's I guess you could yeah, say watch his, for him, man. Yeah, he, when 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 he plays, pay attention to him. Tell me what you think, because when he played on Vancouver and he was playing in our top two, I mean, dark days. Ben Hutton should never be playing in your top two. No, but he he was he was solid, like he was good. No, I thought he was solid too. And guys on Toronto that um, they get for sheet sometimes really thrive on that team. Like think of Ron Hainsey and um, Matt Hunwick, who played like large minutes on the team, and they were like top six defensemen they're older but they did pretty well when they were playing on toronto so this might be a yeah, good fit a for good him pickup. for a fifth round pick why not it's it's a good pickup for sure uh next big trade good branson whatever uh Bear ben, what whatever hayden flurry uh, oh yeah okay here's probably i think the biggest one dude um verana panic mantha yeah okay this is an important one to talk about i think um this is a trade i didn't see coming honestly uh, I think Detroit Detroit wins. Detroit just cleared Washington, but I see I see a point from both teams where Washington got a good pro a uh, good player that's young and he'll get he's gonna continue to get better. Um he he hasn't really reached his potential where they kinda thought he would be at this point. But they give up Jakob Verana, which he's twenty six and he's coming off a contract year. Um, but he's still a good young player, and he contributed in the playoffs um, when they won the cup. My Varan is very good. My only thing with him is he's one of those guys who has like a super high skill level. Uh, but when he's not on, like he, like when he's not having a good game, he is invisible. Like he yeah. does nothing. He does nothing else. That's my only 
complaint with Verana. I, I find him to be totally invisible when he's not scoring. I, I agree with you. Like, sometimes you can hear Verana, and then sometimes he can just disappear for a long time. Yeah. Cause I've watched games where I just don't even hear his freaking name. No. Ever. No. And he probably can play more minutes on some nights, and some nights they just don't play him as much. And yeah. he really, honestly, maybe they didn't see him as a valuable asset and saw Mantha more as a valuable asset. Maybe Mantha will thrive in Washington. Maybe. M- Mantha's still good. Like, yeah, he's, good. he's still young, too. Anthony Mantha. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, for, for Detroit to get a first and Verona, basically, and a second f- for Mantha, like, yeah. that's that's crazy. They did take on the bad Panic contract, but... Like, they did, but Panic, Panic can be pretty decent if he needs to be, but he also maybe is over- I was overpaid. The, I was reading the Washington Capitals subreddit about it, and, and they were just absolutely dumping all over panic like they were saying like he's paid like two and a half million and they were just like that is our worst contract by far and i'm oh. like oh okay uh, yeah I, I i think he had one good season and he got overpaid and that that tends didn't to happen play, didn't he play in tampa didn't he play in tampa he played toronto played Tam- no he played arizona um he played in uh he did pl- no that's where he started he started in tampa actually you're right and then he came over he, he's been to a bunch of teams richard panic he hasn't really like stuck with a team um and he's been he's been a part of the washington capitals team for a few years and he's done pretty decent but i think he had that one good year in washington or arizona and he got that contract and right now he's not playing up to that contract and it's kind of a cap dump for washington where they're gonna have expiring guys like you said um you mentioned before like ovechkin has to be re-signed which that will be a hefty contract um who else on their team that needs to be re-signed? Uh, uh, I can look. <clears throat> I know they have a lot of money locked up in veterans. For sure, yeah. Um, Justin Schultz is making quite a bit of money. Uh, um, Connor Sheary, but that's nothing. Uh, Chara. Yeah. No, they don't actually have very many. They don't have any expiring contracts. Oh, oh well. Lung, Lung, Lungfist, Chara, Sheary, Michael Raffle. We'll see. And Ovi. Apparently... Ovi. Yeah, Ovi's the big one, right? They probably want to make room for Ovi. But also, they apparently Lundqvist is saying he, he was trying to aim to come back this year, but his heart has some swelling around it. So, But he's aiming for next year. So what I think he will be on the Washington Capitals next year, which I hope we see him again. I hope so too, man. He's a great goaltender. He deserves to play more. Um, it's unfortunate what happened to him, but he'll be back. I know he will. He He's pushing for it, so... Um, that's another guy in Washington. Yeah, I, I think unless doctors tell him he can't, he'll be back. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good trade for Detroit, and that's an interesting trade for Washington. Washington maybe yeah. Mantha turns up. Maybe Mantha turns up. You know. Yeah, maybe a th- maybe take out that first round pick for Detroit. Um, then it would have made a little more sense. But I think maybe Washington gave up a little too much for Mantha. A little bit too much. A little for bit sure. too much. Well, actually, a lot too much. A lot too much. Mantha could could turn out good. He was playing on a really bad Detroit team. Like maybe he's just one of those guys that can't create on his own, and he needs he needs other guys to create for him, and then he just reaps the rewards. You know. For sure, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, Canucks get Madison Bowie from Chicago. Bowie used to be a high high end prospect. Yeah, and he's uh, kind of died down a bit. But he's he, yeah. Apparently, we're gonna expose him in the the draft, so we'll see. Oh, I see. And then uh, Carolina gets a uh, Yanni Hakanpa. From uh, Anaheim and Anaheim for gets Hayden, Hayden Flurry. Flurry. Hayden Flurry is pretty good defenseman. Pretty young still. This... Yeah, uh, Hakanpa is like leading the league or not leading the league, but has like a, an absurd amount of hits. hits. Yeah, I know. I'd consider picking him for, fan- for fantasy, but then it didn't. Me too. Me too. Um, Hayden Flurry, what's he doing? He he was drafted pretty high too. I'm pretty sure. I think. Yeah, he was. He's not. He hasn't panned out, dude. No, he's, he's played four but seasons now at least. Carolina has just has had so many defense i don't think he's gotten the time that he deserves i mean carolina has like guys like jake bean coming up right yeah like, i don't you know hayden flurry becomes expendable and hakanpa is going to help them in the playoffs yeah for sure yeah he need, genuinely yeah needs uh, needs a guy that can throw the body around that's the guy right there yep he'll slot in nice for sure all right that's uh that's all of it that's all of it um that's that's all of it interesting trade deadline um you know a lot of trades to talk about it was a little boring for most of the trade deadline but then at the last few hours um 
usually that's when things happen things happened so um good talk on the trade deadline honestly i think the total winners of my opinion i i'm gonna say the toronto maple leafs not trying to be biased here but i think they got assets they need to win the cup um and my, my biggest winner 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 my wiener. biggest winner uh, my biggest winner <laughs> don't make that columbus. mistake Columbus is the biggest winner, man, to get two first-round picks. I can see Columbus, too. Yeah, the first-round um, picks is what they need. Yeah, Columbus, the Leafs, and uh, that Detroit trade. Uh, Detroit wins because of that trade, too. That That's a huge haul for one player. For sure. For sure. Uh, losers. Um, Florida, Buffalo. I think. They didn't do enough. Yeah, Florida, yeah. Uh, Sam Bennett wasn't enough for them The yeah. push for the playoffs. I think they needed someone better. I think Buffalo are losers. They just didn't get any like any real value back for Taylor Hall. You could have gone way more for Taylor Hall. So uh, Canucks, I'd say, are losers. Fortunately, just 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 Sorry, because Bryce. of that. It's okay. <laughs> uh, Boston are winners. Yeah, they got Taylor freaking Hall. Yeah, Islanders are winners. Yeah, it was a, it's a good it's an interesting traded line. I'm really excited for the playoffs. I can't Sit. wait to see a lot of these players suit up. Oh, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Exciting hockey. We look forward to it. All right, I guess Anyways, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up yeah. here. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We're now on Spotify. Yeah. Just look up Fourth Liners Podcast on Spotify, um, and uh, we'll be uploading our episodes there. I always interrupt you, Bryce. I always do it. As, How dare you? I know. But, uh, yeah, we're on the we're on the spot, we're on on spot Spotify now. We're working to get on Apple Podcasts um it takes a long it takes a while to get verified on it so that's what we're just waiting for um also follow our tiktok i'll post it in on instagram i'll post all our social media as well that you can follow us instagram tiktok twitter we'll be posting a lot of content i I like to be interactive with the fans as well so as bryce um we love to hear your opinion and your support we appreciate it and yeah we're on spotify go check us out um I'll send a link as well on the Instagram and everything as well. Um, And thank you guys for listening so much. Yeah, thank you for listening, guys. We'll see you uh, next episode, whenever that'll be. Maybe we'll discuss uh, the jerseys. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm down to discuss the jerseys. Nah, nah, it's more of an off-season thing, I think. Yeah, when nothing's happening, for sure. Uh, Time to play some franchise mode. That's what it's time for. Yeah. Win a third Stanley Cup. Yeah, all right. Yeah, thanks for watching. Thanks, guys.